0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Shintar Higash Show with Peter Yu. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Rondori.
1: Very exciting Rundori.
0: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to try to we break some myths a lot of... and ideas and assumptions. <laughs> we're going to break that today. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. We got a lot of questions about this re- recently. So, a lot of people are worried about how, uh, generally how to maximize your limited Rondori time. You know, we all use all ho- a lot of the hobbyists yeah. only have a limited time. Another thing is, uh, so this is from one of our patrons on uh, on the on Discord, Ori. He said um, he would love to hear our thoughts on how to best approach randori and how one should think about balancing a desire to successfully perform techniques while also it, uh, promoting mutual benefit and welfare in the dojo.
0: Yes, and randori is like so, live rolling, right? Wrestling, they call it live. Yeah. Hey, yo, let's go live. Yeah. In jiu-jitsu, they call it, hey, yeah. let's roll. Right? Whoa, yeah. and in judo it's like, you know, sometimes you're like, hey, let's you don't say let's run dory. You know what I mean?
1: Let let's go yeah. for a round, let's do round. <laughs> yeah, let's do a
0: round, Do Let's do I guess like uh, you want to work out or let's throw it out. I don't what know. What does that
1: What does that mean in Japanese? What literal meaning? Randori. Dory is Let take. That. Let me quickly uh, google
0: damn man, I should have Googled it really fast. Randori <laughs> literal meaning. All right. Freestyle practice or sparring. Tori, obviously, is to take, right? Ron take. is a succession of attacks. Yeah, there I we see. go. Yeah, we did it. We should have probably properly prepared for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. How embarrassing. Okay, that I don't exactly. even know what the literal meaning meant. Anyway, Rondori. It's a yeah. cool term. Like, hey, all right, yeah. guys, we're going to do Rondori, which means like we're going to go live. I always yeah. say that. Let's go live because I got that terminology from wrestling you know like live wrestling and then people wrestle mm -hmm. wrestles hail let's wrestle
1: let's wrestle yeah that's another thing yeah you don't say
0: like let's play let's let's wrestle jiu-jitsu guys
1: (laughs) always say let's roll
0: it's really easy yeah and then judo is let's you don't say let's run dory but and i guess you want to do a round we call it Uh, rounds right right. hey right yeah you know let's get our rounds in yeah so that's kind of uh
1: okay okay to say yeah, and randor is uh, one of the unique features of, I guess, these grappling arts where you don't, because as opposed to striking arts, we can actually go almost full throttle. You can. That, you don't have to go full yeah. throttle.
0: But this is the thing. It's right. like, how much can you do live sparring in boxing every practice? Yeah. Right. If you're boxing and then, you know, conditioning and then losing weight, jumping rope, hitting the pads, the, all this stuff. Right. And at the end of the practice, like, right. you know, you go in, do you spar hard every day? Most people don't, yeah. you know, because you, you it's a cumulative thing taking those shots the damage, in the head, yeah, yeah. But yeah. wrestling, judo, jiu-jitsu, all the grappling arts, you can go hard every day, doesn't yeah. mean you should, and we're going to get to that today. We're really, we're right. going to talk about that and break down the sort of assumptions that people make about Rondori time because it's the yeah. thing that people think about Rondori, the way people think about it, it's not the right way for most people, right? And we're going to break so that. let's
1: start with uh. So, this is a unique feature in grappling. So, let's first touch on what benefits we can get from doing randori or live rolling or yeah. going live, all that. Yeah. What is, why do we do it? Yeah. Okay. Why, so, this why, is the why do we thing, need it? Right? There's cooperative
0: yeah. training and non cooperative training. Cooperative is like, mm-hmm. hey, we're drilling, right? You're letting mm-hmm. me do stuff. Hey, I'm working my combinations. Hey, you're letting me throw you so I can practice my throw, throw mechanics. Yeah. And then there's a the non-cooperative side where we have conflicting goals, where I'm trying to take you yeah. down and you're trying um. to tra- take me down. And that's sort of the combative yeah. side of it, right? Right. So you could say non-cooperative, cooperative. You could also say like combative, right? Mm-hmm. And collaborative, right? Because it's collaborative yeah. training where we're like both working yeah. together, give and take, give and take. Right. And then, you know, if I'm trying to take you down and you're trying to take me down, I don't want you to take me down. You don't want me to take you down. That's more combative, Right. So mm-hmm. you could develop these skills during this cooperative training where we're trying out new stuff and trying to make the mechanics and make the shapes of the throws, and you try it out on a sort of a live setting.
1: Right. right.
0: With the new stressors involved, with different goals. The person doesn't want you to do it, and they have their own goals. Right. So there's a lot more yeah. to manage there, right? And because right. it's a lot more to manage, it, the risk is higher because it's much more dynamic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. You don't know what the other person is going to do. mm So you're trying
0: to like test your skill, all this stuff. And then sometimes a lot of the times what happens is, hey, me and you, we do Rondori. People get into this mindset of it's me versus you. There's a clear winner. I win if I throw you. You win if you throw me. If I get taken down, I lose and then vice versa. So now it's this thing. It's a competitive competitive game. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like in a zero sum way. There's one winner right. and one loser. So if you approach it right. in that way, it, the goal is no longer skill acquisition.
1: Right. right. Right.
0: So that's one way to think about it too, right? You're getting into it and then testing. So your you're competitive thing, right? You sharpen your competitive tool set, whether it's mm. like the mentality of it or actually winning in a match under certain rule sets. You know what I mean? Because you could be like a very well-rounded grappler and be like, oh, shoot a single, do this. Can you do this during the... But if you're wanting to enter in the competitive world, you have to play by a very finite rule set. Mm -hmm. Right? So if we're training for that rule set, then you have to train underneath those rules in training as well. Right. So sometimes it's developing skill. Sometimes it's working these positions. Sometimes it's me versus you. I'm trying to hone in yeah, yeah, the competition aspect of, you know,
1: judo. Right. So different so randori yeah. sessions,
0: different goals, it should be that way. The problem arises when someone considers every randori round as a competition and then they're going hard every single round because their goal is to beat the other person.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And there's a huge issue there because if you're good at one throw and if it works for you all the time – then that's the only thing that you're going to be doing. You're not going to mm-hmm. try anything new because, oh, mm-hmm. there's a risk of getting countered. I'm not good at Ochi, let's just say. I get countered when I go for Ochi. I'm not going to go for it because I know I could beat this guy with Osoto. Right. So with the goal right. of winning in mind, I could beat everybody in practice by just going for Osoto, but I'm not developing any other skill. Right. Right, which is so, you're going to lead to problems down the line. You see what I mean?
1: yeah yeah so then three i see three benefits you just pointed out <clears throat> or more like goals one is to one skill acquisition yeah. the other is kind of battle testing your skills that you already have and then the other is honing on your competitive yeah. uh side yeah so that's kind of go over each of them and then how to best maximize our limited time on it yeah and then maybe we can like loop in some mutual benefit thing and then So yeah. so let's first, skill acquisition. Um, since it's like, it's uncooperative, un- I actually, I think that's actually a surprising point that you made. Mm. Like how you can acquire skills in, in Randori rather, you know, uh, usually people think of what you call when they talk about skill acquisition. Yeah. So how can one... Maximize their skill acquisition aspect of uh, randori. All
0: right. For instance, if I want to refine Ochi or uchimata position, okay, not yeah. the actual throw where I bomb you or bomb you uchimata like what we do in like Nagakomi or whatever it is like this. Yeah. But like getting good at finishing it, understanding the main lines right. of defense, understanding the main lines of finishes. Right. Yeah. So okay, so now me and you, if we're doing straight up competitive randori, like let's throw down and you know see who wins five minute round. Yeah. How many times are we going to be in that position? Not very often. Right. right? But if right. we have the mentality of getting into that position, we almost start in that position, right? And then we kind of semi-live. You know what I mean? That's a very, very skill acquisition-oriented round. So now you're in that position many, many, many times over.
1: So you're saying you're at you should ask if you wanna use Arndoria's skill acquisition, you should ask uh ask your partner to be starting that position? Not necessarily, or? because y- you can, okay. mm-hmm. so that's one way to yeah. look
0: at it, right? And then they do semi-live, like, for instance, Jimmy Pejo's team always does like, okay, so now we're gonna do yeah. juji from the top, start with the arm, wrist on wrist, mm-hmm. okay, ready, set, go, it's live. So now mm. you're in that position, you know, 20, 30 times in a practice right. going live from that position. So you get really, right, really good right. at it, so anytime someone misses a Ipan Senagi, you get wrist on wrist, you could almost, yeah. you know that position better than the person knows how to defend it because you're, uh, right, you've like acquired you've this. you've seen it
1: so many times. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's sort of the goal in that kind of a training. But if you mm-hmm. have a very, very different skill level, right? So if I'm going with a lower belt and if I'm trying to do a new combination, I'm like, mm-hmm. I could shut down all of his attacks and only look for these little combinations. Okay. Right, right. So if you have that discrepancy, you can do this. Because mm, you could mm. shut down, defend, shut down, defend. You know, I was like, for instance, the other day, I was trying to do like a Kosoro, They step away, mm-hmm. tap Kouichi into De'Ashi, right? And that's like a mm. really tough combination to hit on someone good.
1: Right, right, like, right. Like,
0: that's not really my go-to combination. So like me versus you, if we're doing Rondori, the likelihood of me hitting that is very low. Especially if I'm uh. only looking for that. Because right, right. maybe you don't give me that reaction off that first initial thing. Maybe you don't really respect yeah. my kosoro Okay? Yeah. So, like, it's very, very specific. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? It's a specific combination with very, very specific reaction that have to happen because there's three techniques chained together. I go for one, right. you react. I go for another, you react. And then I hit it with the, the third attack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's very unlikely. But if I'm going, and then I have to consider you might do a drop technique, you might go for a Tomanage, and you have yeah. good attacks. So as soon as I react to any one of those threats, oh shoot. And then I try to like sprawl down and drop my hips, I can't do those things anymore. And it's, yeah. But if I'm going with the green belt, right? Right? That's a little bit weaker than me. Uh, I could just physically pull his head down and then shut anything out. Zero offense from him. Right And the guy's thinking, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And then he's in full defense mode and then I could start pump faking, pump faking, yeah. Kosoro, kosoro, and then tap Koji I could do this, right So I could repeat yeah. this thing on a lower belt, lower belt lower belt, and then maybe I could do it on a brown belt, maybe I could do it on someone stronger. So and that's fully non-cooperative because it's in a full randori setting, but I have different goals right. that I'm working. <clears throat> so somebody who's listening might say, hey, I want to work drop Senagi. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do drop Sanagi and Rondori. But this is what happens. You're only going for drop Sanagi. Your opposition sees it coming now.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: So you have to do this mindfully and then be introspective after the round and say, hey, I tried it. Why didn't it work? Right. And usually Uh people think, I want to try this new move. It's a direct attack. Mm -hmm. And we all know direct attacks don't work that well on someone who's good. Yeah. So, what's the yeah. context, context missing? Am I missing the finish?
1: The center, yeah. Am
0: I missing being in good position? Because if you're in losing position, the likelihood of you throwing a higher belt is zero.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So right, right. this is where a lot of the frustration comes from. When you're doing these skill acquisition rounds, when you're a beginner going with a higher belt, it's the responsibility yeah. of the higher belt to give some position. Right, right. To not outgrip the person all the time. Let them have openings. Mm -hmm. And then, hey, what are you working on? Mm
1: -hmm. Right?
0: So, like, if someone says Osotogari and then they're yellow belt, I did this the other day. I'm working on Osotogari. Great. He's looking for Osotogari, but if I'm in dominant position, I shut it out the whole time. Right. It's zero (sighs) fun for this guy. He's just going to get frustrated and he's going to quit. You know? Yeah. So, every now and then, I'll give him an advantage. Right? Mm-hmm. If I'm 50-50 or if I'm in dominant position he's looking for it, <clears throat> I'll be like, listen, don't go for a Soto here. He's not there. Fight for position mm-hmm. first. Fight for position first. We're grip fighting. Boom. He's got the position. I'm like, you got it. This is now you go. Right? And then he's going, he's going, he's going. Obviously, it doesn't work direct attack. So you go, okay, now maybe throw some size in there because I'm anticipating your Soto. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like recognizing these cues. Fighting for position. Right. Got it. Looking for a Soto hitting Sasai because he's giving me the reaction, head comes up, and now he's hitting Osoto, right? And then mm-hmm. you could make that sort of combative training in a five-minute round. You mm-hmm. could guide them to do that. So now all of a sudden, that's familiar, right? That's a great round for a yellow belt because they get a lot out of it. Are they ever yeah. going to beat me in a competitive setting in Rondori? Never. Never in a million right. years, right? Right, right. So like, if that's their goal, they're going to feel bad. And then I'm working on Osotogari. They don't really even know what that looks like. For them, mm. it's spamming Osotogari, which we both know that never works. Right? So <laughs> yeah. it's the responsibility of the higher belt to know what the lower belt is working on and guiding them. So that's why I always say you're a guide. The person in front of you is a guide. you know. And I right. think uh, I'm not explicit with explaining this to the higher belt at the dojo. Because uh-huh. you, know, you don't have time. You know, A lot of the times, right, like, right. all right, Balin, warm up. You know, I'm checking yeah. Instagram,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, then, yeah.
0: and texting me. <laughs> like texting Peter, where's your brother?
1: Why isn't he here? You know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's think, my yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that skill acquisition part you can you can do it both ways, right? Like the even if so higher bell will gra- can grab yeah. a, a lower bell and then try to kind of put. Uh, he, him or herself into that particular situation they're trying to work on. And then on the other side, you could, how the higher belt could let the lower belt work yeah. their thing. So it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. It maximizes the time for skill yeah. acquisition. Yeah. And so, it's a very like yeah. s-
0: balanced thing in the middle, right? There's a sweet spot. Right. Because if yeah. you're working on Osoto and if I take five breakfalls for you, it's stupid.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Every time you go in, I fall over. There's no context. Yeah. There's no
0: context. It doesn't work, right? So there's just the right amount of resistance. Resistance, right amount of guiding. Because if you're doing a five-minute round and I'm talking to you the whole time, it's just like you're kind of like patronizing and, you know, mansplaining. You don't want that, right? So it's very short. It's very concise. It's teaching with your body in a way where it's like, oh, shit, that was good, right? Not in a patronizing way. But this is only if you have a huge skill discrepancy, and you're guiding right, the person,
1: right. right? You know what so I mean. Now, the yeah. So now that's a good uh, transition into holding your skills that you already yeah. have. Yeah. So that usually probably happens more when the level of the two players, two judokas are uh, similar, right? Yeah. So how do we how do you approach that? Like I'm trying just trying to hold my skills. Yeah. So, testing. Yeah.
0: There's always this interplay between risk and reward, right? Yeah. And then judo, too, it's like the intensity goes up, the risk goes up. Yeah. Higher the intensity, the more the risk, but more the reward. Because uh-huh. you've had rounds where it's like the guy's trying to take your head off and you're trying to right. take their head off and it's going back and forth and back and forth and it's intense and you slam them. You catch yeah. them perfect. Bang, move. You know, he's anticipating something and shoot across tile boom, right? Boom. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, everyone in the dojo is like, oh, right? Because they're oh. like sitting aside. <laughs> and it's like a natural reaction. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to yeah. like encourage that kind of behavior, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's like naturally happens and it's like, oh, that right. Happens, that's yeah. amazing. Now huh. the intensity goes even higher. Right. Now the risk goes Yeah. High. You
1: yeah. know what I
0: mean? And that, if you do many of those, you will be exposed to too much risk and you will get hurt.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. so you have to have right.
0: rounds where it's like the intensity is reduced
1: even when you're trying to battle test your skills
0: yes so like for instance like <clears throat> there's this guy leo lopes he's my friend good mm-hmm. friend of mine forever mm-hmm. he's a brazilian dude sometimes we'll work out <clears throat> he owns a gym mm-hmm. yeah he owns a judo yeah. school near my house too in westchester
1: oh okay. yeah
0: and then we'll do like a 20 30 minute Rondori round wow yeah. just
1: you and him leo Me and him. yeah
0: But this is the thing. We both know that we're not going to fucking finish these savage Osotos to the side.
1: I'll catch it. Right, right. And I'll get in there,
0: but I won't run it. I won't finish it. Right? Yeah. If, you know, we get into uranage position, we'll lift, but we won't slam it. Right? Right. And then sometimes we'll increase the speed in which we do things.
1: Uh, Not necessarily the force applied.
0: Yeah. So it'll be like, uh, for instance, like I have good dominant position. And the goal isn't to slam him, but the goal is to outwork him with footwork, right? Mm. Like, for instance, like, fake Uchimara, snap down Ochi, right? Mm. Quick. Right? Without the intent of, like, slamming him, but just, like, to work the footwork and then make him, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then eventually just snap him down and put his hands on the floor. So, like, that will preserve our body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I'll raise the speed high and then i'll do it so then i'm gassed now i'm tired i'm redlining myself yeah so i'm doing a sprint right without the risk of him getting bombed so now when i'm tired i'm breathing heavy he could do the same thing back to me
1: yeah
0: and it's almost Uh. like this unspoken thing of like hey we're both not trying to kill each other right we're both trying to work our cardio we're both trying to work our footwork and then sometimes we'll get an over under position and then we'll try to lift Mm -hmm. and then we'll like push and pull you know, because over under yeah. position where you're chest to chest, it's a lot more dangerous, hip to hip. Yeah. Right. Because your hips <clears throat> are much closer, bigger throws happen. So, mm-hmm. in that place, we'll like be a little bit more, like physically more stronger, but it won't be as fast and dynamic because we want to be right. And it'll be more right. so like lifting. If you lift the person, we win. Right. So, it's like yeah. now all of a sudden the rules are changing. Different position has different goals. So, you could do Rondori safely for 30 minutes. Yeah, And then sometimes we're both really tired and then we'll just like sit back and then we'll grip fight a little bit. And yeah. it's like this understanding of like, hey, this is what we're doing now, you know? And then sometimes yeah. we'll put ourselves in bad positions. So like that's yeah. like a really good round. I get so much out of these rounds with him. I should do more of it. But, you know, yeah. we both have our schedule, we both have our time and old and all this stuff. Well, like that's like a very, very like sharpening your skills kind of thing. Obviously, you don't want to just do that with everybody because you need yeah. the competitive element. You need high right, intensity right. rounds. You need to go with people you've never gone with because doing randori with someone you've never met before, grip fighting, yeah. winning position, yeah. making a catalog of all the different throws that they do. That's a skill in itself. Mhm. I see. Right? You go to a judo, you know, training camp and you go with some Georgian dude, you don't know if he's yeah. righty or lefty. He might come out right, Right. but then he does all his throws to the left. You don't know that. Left,
1: yeah. right. Yeah,
0: He might be like righty, 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 righty. And then he throws the arm over to the left side for Georgian position. It's like, wow, okay. Uh, So he does traditional right and left side Georgian. uh, Holy sh! How many times have you seen that? Never, right? You've never seen it. I've never seen it. But there's people who have that. And then when you're exposed to that for the first time, you have to be able to make these adjustments on the fly. Yeah. You know, and this is the thing. I'm not good at dealing with that, right? I don't like uh-huh. Georgian left being in Georgian yeah. B to the left side.
1: Yeah. So yeah. my
0: defense there is extremely weak. If someone could force that on me, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm gonna get taken down. So right, how yeah. do I develop that skill? Do I just go with that one person over and over? Maybe, right? Yeah. Or do I? Because that'll expose me to risk. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, someone who has good left-sided judo asking them to do the Georgian position to the left and then like staying in there and then doing a reduced intensity round will be very Mm -hmm. beneficial for me, you know?
1: So reduced intensity rounds are still beneficial for uh, sharpening your skills. Yeah, if you have the goal in mind. So that's, uh,
0: you know, interesting about Rondori. But I think like we're missing a little bit about like what these guys are actually asking as beginners, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess for the beginner, well, we covered the two aspects. Uh, so I guess for the beginner, like if you want to acquire new skills, you can go with higher belt, and then the higher belt has to guide the beginner, and that kind of uh, environment has to be fostered. Yeah, and also if you want to sharpen it, you can. On, I guess, as a beginner, you probably should ask your sensei to see if you can go with another beginner with around similar level right like you do that a lot you try to mess people up especially the beginners just right for randoi and then for the purpose of intensity yeah would you even let people do it let beginners go very oh, rarely. Ugly.
0: Sometimes I'll do yellow, yellow, but it's like controlled. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, reduce intensity 30%. Right. Like I could kind of go into the theory of all this stuff all the time and go deep into it. Mm-hmm. But no one will really right. listen or get it, right? So yeah. I, the quick and easy thing is like, you know, two yellow belts look at each other. They look at me and they go, Sensei, can we throw down? And then it's like, yeah. all right. And then I'll say like, "Yo, d- listen, reduce intensity 30%. Don't finish anything. Yeah. Don't slam each other. Okay. Yeah. Remember the goal is skill acquisition. Then, you're not competing yeah. with each other. You're trying your stuff. Okay. Like right. the guy in front of you is not, you know,
1: you're, he's not your enemy. Editor. Yeah. yeah. You're not yeah. competing
0: with him. Right. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. And then generally it's safe. And then uh-huh. when it escalates, you know, it's like I seen it at a Muay Thai gym. My friend Joe Sampieri uh-huh. does a great job. Like he sees, uh, yeah. he's overseeing sparring. And when he sees someone uh-huh. escalating, you know, and he'll do things uh-huh. like, you know, 20% to the head or 10% to the head, 50% to the body. Yeah. And yeah. you know he like quantifies it, you know. And then oh. if someone gives a little bit too extra, he's like, "Hey man, that's not fifty percent to the body, right?" Oh. Or like if someone you know hits him in the face too hard, dude, that's not ten percent to the head, you know. And then yeah. when he sees escalation in one of the rounds, he's like, "Hey you, cool down, oh. get off, get off of mat, you know." Or hey, take one round off, right? See, so he manages it, you know. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that for me too. When in the dojo, two guys are thrown down and battling, you know, a yeah. lot of old senses would be like, oh, look at those guys, you know, they're working really yeah. hard. I freaking love it. But like, that's the <laughs> wrong mentality because right. the goal shouldn't the risk be higher. Yeah. The risk is way too high. So when I yeah. see that, I'm like, all right, guys, you know, look. Let- and I'll joke about it. I'll be like, "Dude, you guys giving me like an ulcer right now? Like you, you, you're stressing me out. You can't. <laughs> there's too yeah. much stress for me to handle. Like, uh, you know what, Gianni? Can you go with him instead? Or hey, Greg, can you go with him instead? Yeah. You know, and I do this yeah. all the time. And there's reason behind this. Uh, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. But the so it's, white, it's, yellow belt going or the lower belts going with a higher belt—that's a good guide, good teacher. Yeah. It's unparalleled. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like they know. Like, for instance, like I was working out with, I'll give you one. I was working out mm. the f- under 13 champion from Portugal came. Uh-huh. This girl, Luisa, uh-huh. came and um, yeah. they are on family vacation. And then they uh, obviously like, you know, see my YouTube and stuff. And they're like, oh, I want to work yeah. out with Sensei Shintaro. And then they emailed oh. their sensei emailed me and everything. I was like, sure, yeah. why not? You know, they come by and yeah. work out. She's 13 years old and tiny.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And then I did the Vendori with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I outgrip her and then defend her arm's length, she'd get nothing out of it. She can't. Yeah. Right. So we're working on gripping. Sometimes I'll outgrip her. Sometimes I won't outgrip her. Right? Uh When she goes and gets her grips and gets in position, she starts attacking. But I'm moving and defending, not Mm -hmm. using my body weight, but just like using movement. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then I'm guiding her because then there's mm -hmm. late stage defense and early stage defense, right? Right, right. Early stage defense is like dominant position, pull the head down, you can't do anything. Blocking Mm -hmm. with your arms. Late Mm -hmm. stage is letting the person in from good position and then defending with my legs and hips. Yeah. Obviously, that one I could do forever because I'm much heavier than her, right? Right. But it's doing defensive maneuvers early, like mid stage, late stage. And then mm. when we get to the later stage, defense is like getting her in OG position. She's hopping me, trying to finish me. And I'm giving the yeah. reaction back to where I want her to drop underneath Senagi because she's a Senagi person. person,
1: yeah.
0: right? Uh-huh. And she's not doing it, right? Uh-huh. But for me to sit there and coach her while we're doing one she's like, do this, do that. That's also very patronizing. And then it's a poor look. People don't want that, you know? Right? So I'm like naturally giving her this opening and she's not taking it, right? Yeah. But I'm not... Telling her to do it, I'm not talking to Randori. Right. The and then eventually she does. That's not she, the she point yeah, no. yeah. And then eventually, I give her that reaction, and then she's like, "You know what? I'm going to go for bang." Oh, drops an eye, and then yeah. she and I let her throw me. Right? Yeah. She's happy. Right? She's like, "Oh shit, that mm-hmm. felt you know really natural." And Very it good. was yeah, you know yeah. one throw. I'm not taking nine breakfalls for her. Yeah. Because that's yeah. also not going to help her at all, right? So we're fighting in position. Sometimes she wins in position. Sometimes she doesn't win in position. And grip fighting is real, right? Mm -hmm. And because the maneuvers I'm doing to win position is not reaching over and grabbing her because I'm taller, right? It's Mm. putting the hand on. She's actually putting the wrong hand on first but with intent because she turns to the left also. Yeah. And then putting my second hand on the collar. And as she's going for my sleeve hand, I'm moving my hand and then I'm attacking foot, right? Feet. So now, like, that's something that's like stimulus that's... Helping her because she's never might have never encountered exactly that, right? Right, right. I'm letting her, I'm defending some of her stuff. I'm like letting her in some of the stuff. And then I'm giving her mm-hmm. the stimulus for certain openings that I'm giving her that I think that might be beneficial for her. And when she hits it, she gets the throw, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a real live match for her, right? And right. then afterwards, I'm showing her, hey, you should have this gripping system for this side, this gripping system for that side. Right. And then when we do did another round later on, I was like, hey, you know, work on that. And now she was working her right side more, now she was working her left side more. You know, and then I slammed with (laughs) a (laughs) tatoshi. No, but I had to get yeah. So I get one of those in there and it's movement based, right? Right. I'm like shuffling and she follows and I I throw the leg across and throw her. Yeah you know and then uh so now it feels like a competitive round but there's goals that she has that she should do right, right. and then i'm also giving her openings to she- see if she can meet and um, yeah right, recognize those and exploit executor. that yeah so yeah. you know we did two rounds and it's an extremely beneficial thing whether she knows it or not she feels mm-hmm. it though Right? It's not like yeah. oh, I want this grown man and he's like stiff arming me or he's yeah, talking yeah. the whole time or he's taking nine breakfalls. Like it's a very, right. very fun, useful thing with many, many, many goals, right? So that's yeah. a good randori when you have a skill discrepancy, you know, of knowledge and ability, right? Because you mm-hmm. can be the guide, right? Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: So yeah. that's an that's example the,
0: of uh I, yeah.
1: That's a a good balanced uh randori where yeah. both parties can benefit and yep. you know despite the skill discrepancy. i think that's what we're looking for yeah. even for a skill acquisition and uh you know skill honing yeah but now so that's for like the uh mo- most of the render should be like but now let's i want to i do want to touch on the yeah. competitive side so sometimes you, you're you're preparing training for a competition yeah. and you just have to you just need that uh you just need to you know, dial up the intensity a little to simulate the competition. So how do you approach that uh, mm. effectively, safely? I mean, yeah. a lot
0: of the times you need a coach in the room that can sort of say, hey, you know, who do you trust to yeah. run Rondori with? And then you have to have a list of people yeah. you trust. There was a meme recently. You know mm-hmm. the guy, uh, Ken Jong, the Korean guy that yeah, was yeah, in yeah, yeah, Hangover? Yeah. He's like yeah, yeah. looking at this like little piece of paper and then the meme uh-huh. was like, it was like judo memes or whatever it was. It was like... Uh-huh. Um, me looking at the list of people I trust doing randori with. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, you have to have be a, a very short list. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then, so you have to have a uh, group of people that you trust to throw down with. But right. going into it, you already know what they do, right? Uh-huh. And they already yeah. know what you do. So, there has to be some intent, there has to yeah. be something that breaks the pattern. Because mm-hmm. you versus, let's just say, mm, Clapper. Adam yeah. You guys, yeah. if you just did hard Rondori week after week, if you compile all the footage,
1: it doesn't yeah. you guys
0: could be doing the same round over and over and over and over again, right?
1: I mean, yeah, there's a yeah. pattern, definitely. There's yeah. definitely
0: a pattern. So like you doing Rondori now and then you doing Randori three months yeah. later, it's gonna look very similar because you guys are go, both going for the same stuff all the time. So competitively now, you have to kind of like break through that and say, okay, here is someone that I know what they do and I need to strategize and execute those strategies Mm -hmm. to see if I could overcome some of the stuff that they do.
1: Right, right. right.
0: They're anticipating these moves. How do I break that pattern and then take advantage and exploit that? So going Mm -hmm. into it with exploiting what they do and the knowledge and then creating a strategy and executing it, that's a good way to work on your competitive Vendori side. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, you talk to the guy and say, hey, how are you feeling today? Oh, I feel great. All right. Let's mm. let's let's do a run today, okay? Down, we'll get yeah, one early yeah. when we're fresh, right? How uh, about, you know, we'll, we'll do a couple of warm-up rounds each and then we'll go second or yeah. third. Yeah, yeah. That signals to the guy like, yo, we're going to throw it down today,
1: right? <laughs> I have something yeah. for you, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, but then you have that same conversation. It's like, hey, how are you feeling today, clap? It's like, oh, you know, my knees bother me, my back's bothering me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go light. Yeah. So now yeah. it's not a competitive andori where it's like I have I have something for you. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like just movement and hon- like the stuff that we were talking about earlier. I'm uh-huh. trying to work on these things. Let's just hone our skills here and there. Reduce intensity to like sixty percent, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So that's one way to look at it. Another way is when you get a guest at the dojo.
1: Yeah. Most dangerous people in Or the you world, go to. A- Or you go to a training camp or something. Yes,
0: because the room culture, the culture in the room, right? I know the culture in my dojo, safety first. Everyone knows safety. And then if there's someone in the room that's dangerous, they know that I will protect them from them, right? Yeah. You, sit down. You, get off the mat. Like, hey, you know what? Mm -hmm. You can't be here. What what the hell are you doing? You know, like they know that I'm going to do this, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times you go to a training camp or a guest comes in and you've never worked yeah. out with that person, you have no clue what they do. Right, right. So they might com- do tanya otoshi all the time. They might do tanya yeah. off the top. You never know what they're going to do, yeah. right? So yeah. like protecting yourself and then trying to win that match. Yeah. Right, because they're going to go hard. Yeah. There I mean, is no like. Why would they come? Yeah. Hey man, let's like put each other in Ochi position. This is what I'm working on. They don't give a shit about <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> They've never met you before. And yeah, in their yeah. mind, they're thinking fight or flight. This guy is trying to slam me. I'm in a different yeah. dojo. I'm in a new dojo. I'm in a training camp. We're meeting for the first time. It's almost yeah. always the case, right? Obviously, if you're wearing a yellow belt and I'm wearing a black belt, it's different. A yeah, bit. yeah. But if we're both black belts, right? And we're oh, both yeah. in similar yeah. weight classes, there's always going to be that competitive element because it's mm-hmm. such an animalistic sport, too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? There's a side, yeah. Yeah. Side. So it's, now, it's side to it. yeah,
0: when you're doing this, you're refining that competitiveness in competition of, I have to protect myself. I have to get into good position. I have to figure out what mm-hmm. this person does. Like I said, create a catalog of those that this person does. Okay. How, does he go right side? Does he go left side? What are his attack yeah. patterns? Does he have a good OG position? Can I counter any yeah. of this stuff? Does he attack from bad mm. position? Does he have a bailout throw? Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Two minutes in. I know everything that this guy does. I'm going to not crush can, him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right?
0: And then you th- slam him once. And mm. then now it's like, I've achieved my thing. Right? Now mm. let me reduce my exposure to my to the risk. And now yeah. let's coast. I've already won this match. Now I'm going to keep going. Because mm. now they're going to get desperate and they're going to go for crazy stuff. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So now it's like protecting yourself, seeing other openings, maybe going for it, maybe mm. not. Because the goal is to beat that person, right?
1: Right, right, right. So now you're that, really working yeah. the
0: competitive side. Intensity's high. Stress is up there. You know, you're scared. You know, and sometimes like you get scared. You Someone puts their hands on you and then immediately you yeah. feel yourself freezing. Happened to me before, too. Right, team. right. Oh, shit. Yeah. How is this another human being? This guy is probably 40% yeah. stronger than me. I'm freaking uh-huh. scared, right? Yeah, Are you going to yeah. be able to be, you know, agile, acrobatic, and right. go for stuff? No, because you're scared. You're going to go into stiff-up, mm-hmm. like, defense mode. Yeah. Now you have no offense.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? right.
0: So now there's a the mental side of the Rondori. Is like, how, why did I freeze up? Why did I have this? I'll tell you this, mm-hmm. man. One time I was at a training camp, and I fought this guy from Georgia or something in practice. Yeah. He was so freaking strong when he came out. Yeah. I was shook. I was right. like, he threw this arm over so hard.
1: Bang! Right? Oh, I was like, holy yeah. shit.
0: And I got like nailed in the face. And uh-huh. without missing a beat, man, he like chopped at my knees to chopped like take him. me down. And then I was like, wow, this guy has zero regard for my health and safety. He doesn't want to, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He wants he to doesn't hurt get. Me. Yeah. 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 So yeah. now I'm like, goal has shifted from like, oh, doing a friend, friend of randori at a training thing or like, yeah. oh, trying to hold my skill or whatever, break a sweat or whatever the goal was. I need to not get hurt.
1: Yeah. Right? That's, you're yeah. in that fear mode. Yeah. Fear mode. mode, yeah. And then it's like, all right, yeah. how much do I give
0: back? Right? I don't want to yeah. cower away. So I have to like right. at least meet him somewhere. Okay? So I'm going to yeah, grip yeah. hard and punch my hand in and then come out him. Yeah. But my goal yeah. has shifted from strategically... Doing this or getting in Georgian position and then working Georgian yeah. I really want to get there. I want to do Georgian position yeah. with Georgian people who are good at Georgian yeah. A and Georgian B. Yeah. But if I'm there, this guy will hurt me most likely.
1: Right. So right. staying
0: away from it, being aggressive, not getting hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I found myself not attacking at all.
1: Right. So
0: the round ends and it's like, ah, you know, like, what did yeah. I get out of that round? You know. And then later on. I fought him again like the next day or something. And then no. that was a little bit more different of a story because now I'm gripping and then doing Ochi because I was like, oh, I didn't really attack. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with him again. I'm not going to be as scared because now I've processed you know, what other positions yeah. that he's powerful in. Just stay away from those and then try Ochi, try this, try opening him up. And then I was able to do more footwork stuff and then it was kind of a good beneficial round. But mm-hmm. like there's a lot that happened there and to understand it and be introspective enough... It's such a big part of your growth, you know, and I think and that, it gets overlooked. Yeah, because to so that, average that, person, it's like you were scared. Right. I, I was scared. Yeah, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I be scared? This guy just tried to break yeah. my leg. You know.
1: Yeah. Right. But now also that that sharpens you, be, and for competitions, because when you see you, when you're in that situation, you will be able to handle it better because you've yeah done it before yeah
0: yeah and you know people think about this and oh that's what i want to do i don't want to cower away because i want to be able to step up yeah. under those conditions under that stress yeah but like if you break a leg man you're not doing judo anymore right you know so like i think it's a little bit overrated because the majority of people are doing this as a hobby it's supposed to be a sport that you do to enhance your life yeah. not take away from your life with a broken leg and now you can't feed your family you know <laughs> you know what i mean so like there really yeah. is no need you know, and a lot of it is ego based, like I'm freaking tough. I'm not gonna mm. I'm gonna go with anyone. It's like, no, man. The goal is skill acquisition, <laughs> get good at judo, and then eventually these things will come little by little. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I see. Yeah. So, so that's it, like my
0: main approach always to this stuff, and it took me a very, very long time to figure out, you know?
1: Yeah. Me, yeah. me too. I think you helped me a lot with that. Yeah. You know, I think we've talked about this when I first show up, showed showed right. up to KVI. I, I kind of had that competitive mental mentality. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, that that's the thing. I think I you, have, you just have to remember. I mean, of course, if you're a professional like competitor, it's a different story. But for a lot of us who are hobbyists, yeah, it's more it's better to focus on the first two skill skill acquisition and then sharpening of your skills rather yeah. than the competitive side. Yeah. But, and then when you get better and then you're preparing for a competition, maybe you can throw in some competitive side too of that. Yeah. Not necessarily like yeah, trying to injure yeah. each other. But. If
0: every round that you do, if you do 10 mandori rounds, they should all yeah. look a little bit different and have a different feel. Yes, you could have a theme yeah. of the day, right? You can have that. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get the same yields from a green belt round versus a black belt round. You're just not.
1: Right. right? So you have to yeah. adjust
0: your goals, adjust what you're looking at, working for. That way, yeah. And you know what? Truthfully, sometimes I'll go into the practice, and then I'll do as many rounds as I can just for cardio, just to burn some fat. Yeah, you know, because like I, yeah, you know, prone to carrying fat in the midsection. So it's like, all right, yeah. you know, the goal is not like you know, show off mm-hmm. or teach or do whatever. Like I have a personal goal that like, you know, supersedes everyone else's goals today. Every round, yeah. I'm gonna make it a cardio-based thing, and I'm just gonna run and move mm. and then sweat and burn as many calories as I can, you know. And then, like, you know, some big, strong dude from the Doge is a black belt, George is like, let's go. And I'm like, it's not mm. in line with what I want to do today. My goal. Because George <laughs> is going to try to kill me. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, yeah. I'm going to go with that uh-huh. guy. Not going with you, yeah. man. I'm going to go with him. And then, uh, you know, so, like, if you use it in that way, man, like, you know, and that reap you could reap a lot of benefits from that, too, because you develop cardio right right and then you have a couple of times during if cardio is your weakest thing doing randori as a means to train your randori cardio that's, that's the best good. way to train it right yeah so like that's a different goal then you know like developing an uchimato or developing uh you know or winning a match mm. it's strengthening cardio that could be your goal in randori as well you know most mm-hmm. dudes that go into these gyms are like i want to get in shape Mm -hmm. So it's like, why are you doing Osodogari as hard as you can then? It's not going to help you achieve any of the goals that you came in here to do.
1: Yeah, it actually might have some adverse effects if you're you're hurt.
0: 100% it'll have adverse effect because people will increase intensity. You're not burning that many calories and now you're going to get hurt. And now you're going to be fatter Mm. than you were before. Because now you can't work out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like, uh, no, yeah. So you really have to see like what your goals are and then whether or not every randori you do is in alignment with it. And the real issue is you go from uchikomi, fully cooperative, Mm -hmm. to doing randori 100%. So there's a huge jump in intensity. Mm. right there's nothing Mm. like sort of and we always talk about progressive overload progression yeah in any like real learning sport look at dance ballet right yeah Uh, i mean i know most of you guys don't do ballet but it's like you don't just do you know double tours and jumps and stuff like this you ease into it throughout the course of the practice Uh, they don't even call it practice
1: right you
0: do your tendus you do your plies you bend your knees you stretch you stretch stretch this you and then little by little it increase 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 all right now we're gonna do combinations and then you're doing the dance combinations at the very end it's a ninety-minute lead-up to this big spectacular big thing, thing at the end of it, right? Uh, but uh, in judo, it's like uchikomi combination nagakomi. Everything's cooperative. All right, go kick the shit out of each other. Boom!
1: Yeah. A recipe for
0: disaster. So it's like I always say. You hear me? Hey, man, it's the first few rounds. Ease into it. First five rounds are two-minute pieces. You heard me say this too, right? First five rounds mm-hmm. are two minutes. They're yeah. Short. Keep it light. They're short and light.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. There's no right, need to right. get combat. Break a sweat, get into it, ease into it, 30% max. Don't and finish any throws, don't even so finish any throws, you know?
1: And you also do like, uh, you know, after the cooperative practice, you do like positional, like you will Sometimes. have people start in positional and then kind of, yeah. you know, semi-randori and then is ease into randori. Yes. A yeah. lot of ways, yeah. A
0: lot of ways to go about it. And, you know, people think randori, me versus you, throw down. That shouldn't yeah. be the case because it's just too dangerous right. it's just the worst you know mm-hmm. uh I, I hope this shed a little bit of light on my mentality when it comes to doing randori um mm-hmm. yeah yeah so if you guys have I, any questions I think you know, we, please reach out
1: yeah i think we cover a lot yeah again this topic was suggested by you guys you know thanks for yeah. the suggestion keep them coming and hope this uh helped with you guys with randori which is a big part of judo and other grappling arts um very important to get it right and i think that's it on my end anything else from you
0: nope that's it thank you guys follow us on instagram judo Shintar nyc
1: yeah and please support (laughs) yeah and please support us on patreon if you can and thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode